Russian attack. Up for a little guerrilla warfare? <laughs> very, very well done. I mean, it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. All right, full house today, guys. We're talking about Rush and Attack. Rush and Attack. Rush yeah, and it can get tricky. You know, I don't uh-huh. want to do it. Just, let's just call it spelling. Spell RNA. it out for it. RNA. RNA. No, 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 no. It's Russian Attack. All right, it's Russian Attack. It's uh, developed and published by Konami, who... Uh, we haven't we haven't been too hot on them, no. but you know we'll give them a chance, right? Yeah, we'll give them a chance. Uh, this was in the arcade first, 1985. It was in the arcade, and then it came to the NES in what is now in our timeline, April 1987. Happy April, everybody! Hey, As, yeah, you know what they say about April showers. Bring um, May flowers. May showers. May showers. Yes. It showers. always rains, <laughs> uh, especially in Siberia. This this does take place in in Siberia. It takes place in Siberia. So it, <laughs> so it's a. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there are no good Siberian jokes. <laughs> so it's like a Russian. Okay. No, no. So, so literally, it's a. <laughs> just and that brings us to the essential. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think okay. So let's let's just talk about it real fast. I want first impressions from everybody. So Sean, what are your first impressions on Russian Attack? Uh, my first impressions are uh, as follows. Uh, little tidbits. Wow, this guy can take an entire army with a knife for the most part. Two, um, this is another game that feels just like Kung Fu. Hold on a minute. I don't want to gloss over that for a second, okay? That's a real problem yeah. with this game. He goes in with a pocket knife. <laughs> he's like, he's yeah. like, screw this. I'm going to take down the whole... Like, you know, this is worse than Commando. In Commando, yeah. you came armed, at least, and yeah. you said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go from the back. Yeah, this time, he has to scavenge his equipment. Like, yeah. he, oh, you can only take Russian weapons. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, unnamed enemies' weapons. Thank you. Who happen to be in Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, Siberia is only mentioned in the arcade version i don't think it's mentioned in the nes version okay and um and three um it's actually got some pretty good like background art and it's uh for the most part non-repeating so i dig that sam those were kind of similar to my thoughts it was um one background art is pretty good yeah you know um uh, two, this kind of feels like a lot of the side-scrolling action platformer games that we've seen. You know, this reminds me of Trojan, because we played that one pretty recently. Pretty recently. Um, it's like, oh, it's another guy with the, another knife thing, and when guys come at you, they can't touch you, but they're going to come at you from both sides of the screen. And the AI is, like, kind of bad. Like, you can climb on top of stuff, mm-hmm. and they won't follow you. Some enemies will follow you if they're... A little bit smarter, but for yeah. the most part, guys will run past you. But if they if they followed you, that'd just be a pain because then there'd just be even more enemies. Anyway, yeah, it, it seems like a um, first impression is like, oh, it's one of those games where there's like a ton of people that are following you as you're trying to move right across the screen. Yeah, and where where they're coming from is who knows. Yeah, and yeah. then there are like I'm then like first immediately going into like, all right, so I guess that there's going to be like upgrades and stuff like that. Um, and then, but mostly just try and survive until the end is the is the point. Okay. Yeah. Joe? 
Uh, can I first give my initial impression of Sean's initial impression? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I didn't know that this guy had a knife, even. You I thought, thought, just, like, I thought he had a police baton for some reason. <laughs> so when you said your baton. initial impression, that was like... That was like a new initial impression for me. Um, my initial impression of the game was not very positive. Um, I didn't, I guess now looking back, it did have nice art. But uh, but I, I didn't really care for the gameplay. I felt like there's just, the, the first level felt like kind of easy. You just like spam that attack button. Mm. Um, and things are just coming at you. I don't know. I, 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 you I just tackle it very it. slowly. Yeah. Smash yeah, that attack button. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now, this is embarrassing, but I have to say it because it, it was my first impression. Uh, you know, I, I knew the play on words and everything like that, and I don't actually think that this was the setting. But when I looked at my character, did anybody else think that he looks like he's from, like, colonial yeah, times? okay, all like right. the Revolutionary <laughs> so, War? So, not my character. Your character with the color palette that you have looks like a police officer. Um, that's maybe that's where the police battalion yeah, came from. At least in the, at least in the first level, the color palette and the and the enemy design just looks like they're redcoats. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It looked like I was like but the some, patriot, and they were yeah. the, they were the redcoats. However, and sometimes they know taekwondo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you said that, and you, then there's also like a giant missile that you yeah, walk past yeah. at one point. Yeah, this is alternate history fiction. Um, but you said that you don't think it's uh, like an obvious Russia equivalent? No, I was saying oh, I don't okay. think that it takes place I, okay. during the Revolutionary good. Right, War. Good, good. I just said that it was weird that they were like, you know, because remember how like in Trojan, it was post-apocalyptic post future. So imagine this was like post-apocalyptic future where like the Revolutionary War never ended, <laughs> but, we, but civilization has. And it just globalized to the fact that the, the American Revolution is now being fought in Siberia. <laughs> yeah. talk about some differences between the arcade version and the NES version before we go any deeper into the game and it starts with the plot okay yeah. the plot for the arcade version is that the player takes on the role of a United States special op soldier you infiltrate an enemy military base in order to save multiple prisoners of war from being executed by firing squads yeah okay? wow. like, and then they show them actually struggling and tied to poles yeah, wow. so it's pretty graphic, and uh, I think Nintendo had, like, a family seal quality thing that they were going for, so it was changed to, in the NES version, you're um, you're no longer rescuing prisoners, instead, the whole idea is that you have to destroy a secret weapon being developed in the enemy's headquarters, which wound up being the, um... It's an ICBM, yeah, the, yeah, the missile. But uh -huh. that, like, it's very strange that, like, it actually changes, like, the timeline that these games take place in. In 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 the arcade version, um, is it like the the Cold War? I mean, this is 1987. Mm -hmm. The Cold War is still in full swing. You, you're actually or 1985 when it was published originally. Yeah, <clears throat> this is actually a hot war now, where there are American POWs in Russia, and yeah. you have to go and get them. <laughs> right. And in the in the NES version, it's just like, okay, you could be like stealthily, yeah. <laughs> stealthily, stealthily with air quotes, yeah. <laughs> um, right. trying to destroy one of their weapons. But yeah, I, this is really this is a really dark game with the implications. Yeah, and the arcade version added some other. Uh, sorry, the NES version added some other cool things. Um, it added a two-player cooperative mode uh, for the NES one. 
and um, it also added two additional levels. So that was like a nice touch. I think it's the airport and being actually on the base. And um, it also introduced an invincibility with the star, which is like a total Super Mario Brothers ripoff thing. But at least they didn't play the music during that. Yeah. And they added a um, pistol with unlimited ammo, but it only... Uh, For a small amount of time. Yeah, it's only it's like a limited time thing. However, the arcade version, in Had exchange... A hella cool flamethrower yeah. that would make your enemies pop in and out into like a, a skeleton silhouette. It was really cool. So what do you think happened? Do you think the flamethrower was just too op? I think it just was too, too op and a little too uh, graphic. I yeah. mean, those were also, skeletons. I mean, it sounds like a cool effect. But it sounds more like electricity than fire to me. Oh, like no, the, man. The, the, well, it's because you burn... No, them. I'm just saying the effect of... <laughs> well, you burn all their flesh off. But then back then on. just bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but that's how it works. I mean, but who needs any of that stuff anyway when you have a knife? That's right. right. A knife is the, is the star is of this game. Yep. You know, there's six stages that you have to get through, and they're all linear. You just run one section to the other. Not much platforming going on. Uh, good background art, though, of, like tanks and I, I really liked the harbor yeah because it like at first you're not sure where you are you might just be on another part of the base and, and then all of a sudden it like everywhere. reveals like yeah. the bridge and the water and stuff like that is that the fourth round that was the third that round was the third. yeah the so fourth round is the one. air base i feel like i just like missed the art completely because I, <laughs> I played the third round and, like i don't remember it standing out to me and it... luckily for you on game faq um there are actually uh someone like basically stitched together the entire maps of each level, oh, wow. but without any enemies on them that's and really stuff. Cool, so, man. yeah, that's, that's like a yeah. cool, like, and you could actually, if you wanted to, I guess, like, just put all six of them together, too, for yourself yeah. to see, like, the whole map. It doesn't work perfectly like I, that. I did find that on the third round, though, I, I was I was going over and around people the most. I was like, I don't even feel like fighting these people anymore because it's just annoying to well, fight yeah. these guys. And that's one of the things is, like, you can cheese this game and oh, yeah. just, like, you know, wait for the enemies to come to you, stab, mm-hmm. stab on both sides, and then I keep think, walking. I think but... that's the way to play, honestly. Oh, come because... on. No, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, enemies on this level, I run up to the top level, jump down when I see someone coming there, like, trying to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, It's easier to no. rush than to attack. But that's not fun. I'm not, <laughs> not, having, fun. I'm not having a good time doing that. No, yeah. but Let you just break... die so easily. Yeah, and I also want to break something to you. For me, I didn't have fun the other way either. <laughs> not to, gotcha. not to keep everyone on the edge of their seat. I, yeah, yeah, I will agree. Vote, I mean, I, I mean, I was, I, I like the, the, the goofball cold war setting. I like the art, but this is not a fun game at all. No. Right. Even like the boss in the first level and the boss in the third level, the boss I, in the first level was just a bunch of guys. And I just sat there spamming the attack button and that was it. Like, yeah. no one could touch me. Yeah, and in the third level, it was the same thing. It was just with, you had to lay down and just make sure you'd pay attention to which side they come from. Well, yeah, but even very easy. even the second level, Joe, that's with the dogs, right? Like, no, I think the second level was with the the jetpack guys and the grenades. Oh, okay. Which was which not is the hard, one with the dogs. but it was, it was, the, was dogs? the third level. Okay, yeah. The third level yeah. has the dogs. Just it's like, lay down. what the heck is that? A pack of dogs? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Coming from both directions? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous. Siberian Huskies. It's ridiculous that that is like, that's the boss of this game. Is like, oh, yeah, at the end of the level, just yeah, throw them a bunch of enemies. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know, I think at least um, 
the air base did it right where it's like there's helicopters yeah, dropping yeah. bombs mm-hmm. but then it's just ridiculous at that uh-huh. point the bombs that they're throwing and stuff like that's like you're and that's level four yeah worse than the volcano there. joe in gradius you know <laughs> no. because here's why okay the volcano in gradius is spamming stuff but at least there's like a safe spot kind mm-hmm. of thing the helicopters aren't your objective. You have to kill people. So you're constantly moving around the uh, stage while also trying to dodge these bombs. You're not trying to kill the helicopters? I mean, there are people in the helicopters. To be honest, I didn't get past that level, so maybe oh. that's why. But I was killing the people on the ground level. Oh, those are just oh. civilians. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. Um, no, but yeah, no, that, that, that the helicopters kept tripping me up because they just keep throwing grenades and I did not, you know, when one hit KOs, that's it, you that's know, right. that's, that's about it for me. Um, <laughs> not, not, not like, that's not like all I have to say. I do have a little <laughs> bit more to say about the game. Did anybody find it weird in the very first level? There's those landmines. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, you're so athletic that if you if there's two of them next to each other, you might accidentally like way jump <laughs> over the first one, but perfectly land in the second yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah, I've done. I so you have to times. like make it this way. You time your jumps so that you'll land in the middle and then land in the yeah, middle again. Yeah, I thought the jumps it was very too, tedious. The jumps were too floaty to have that kind of obstacle. There, there like was. It, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say there was a cool moment in the second level where they have the landmines out again, and then there's some of those uh, flying flying sidekick guys coming at you. Those are the worst. Um, but if you time <laughs> yeah, it... you thought that was cool, though, for real? No, no, no. Okay. If you time it exactly right, because you can get those guys midair, um, so you jump, stab, land right in between them, and you kind of like... if you, you can do, There's a way to do it that I did anyway, that you can... Like, quickly jump and stab and jump and stab and jump and stab over the landmines while killing those guys in this, like, little locked-in rhythm. And it, it felt—that felt pretty cool. That was probably the coolest thing I did in that game. That's okay. pretty impressive. That, I, I was, okay. I was yeah. very slack-jawed while you were explaining that. <laughs> like, that sounds like a lot of, like, that skill. At the end of the first level where there's just, like, four of those guys coming at you at a time, and you jump, and if you just mash the attack button enough— then you can get them all in one jump. And I just felt that felt pretty cool too. Yeah, I guess we'll take our moments of joy when we can get them in this game. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you? Did you? Did everyone else notice that when the flying sidekick guys would jump at you, the hitbox is really weird. Uh, like for when you hit them. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but they hit strange. you like regardless. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just like that's just a major problem with the game in general. Mm-hmm. Is that like there's not enough things happening here. In the in the NES version to differentiate the gameplay enough, like like this game could have used either more weapons or more platforming, one or the other. But like as it stands, like dying in this and starting from the beginning of the level again, or like running out and having to start from the very beginning, it's just like it's not like enough. Like okay, this time we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it differently. Right. It's like well, maybe this time you know yeah. I'll hit his hip. It, do- it doesn't <laughs> feel like you have precise enough control. Even over, like, when the there's, like, some guns that shoot bullets at you. And I feel like you can dodge those, but like once you're once you're kind of in the air, it's out of your hands. Like, Well, one thing that I've been noticing uh, just throughout the, um, the family tree of these uh, side-scrolling beat-em-up, I guess is... Yeah, I guess thing. that's what it is right now. In the, yeah, the family tree of the NES games, we've had... I would keep bringing up Kung Fu, and we had Trojan, and then this one... I'm noticing like a troubling pattern of just these. This seems to be what they think the the formula is right now. 
of just sort of like a random assortment. I know it's not random because it's the same pattern, at least in in Russian Attack, and that's how people memorize these levels and beat these games, um, of just a bunch of different kinds of mooks that have one attack that just sort of throws that they throw them at you in a particular order and that's a level. Yeah. But it the doesn't game really needs, game design. The game it. needs to offer something different than just a different setting in pixel art. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem that's the problem I have here is that, you know, dare I say like, yes, the game's a little more like refined than Kung Fu, but yeah. I think Kung Fu might have even been a little more fun. I, well Kung I Fu mean, had I, a lot more you could do. That's what, what I'm saying. I guess refined in the sense of like Kung, Yeah, Kung Fu was yeah, it's an ugly looking game and it's also just like, you know, that jump is very I think jank this jump is worse. I don't know. Okay. I mean I, I guess maybe I don't think this jump is work. I just think you need this jump more. Gotcha. In this game. Yeah. So it feels worse. Right. I feel you like never more. really in have Kung to. Fu, yeah, you only have to I jump, jump over like snakes. little pots and snakes. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is I hope that there is at least some <clears throat> step forward in the design of this kind of games before we're out of 1987, or I'm going to lose my mind. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going to see. This is a very easy to make game. Yeah. If you, if you know how to make games, it's a very easy to make game. And it kind of has like the. Super Mario Brothers effect going for it, where it's like you know, oh, it looks like it plays like Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> even though it's nothing like a Super. A little Mario. bit, I guess. Yeah. No, well, I guess what I, you know, you know what I'm talking side, about. Yeah, side, yeah, yeah, side yeah, scrolling, yeah. you, you know, jump, yeah. you go from point A to point yeah. B, mm-hmm. and you're trying to move. Yeah, exactly. But it's like I'm not saying it's in that realm. I'm saying like for people who are trying to bank off the success of this massively popular game, this is an easy way to like you know make a copycat. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm certainly um, already feeling fatigued, and we're only on... Um, game three. Yeah, game three of our iteration. I wouldn't count Ghosts and Goblins, I guess. No, that. that's, that's got a little bit more... Uh, it's got a little bit more to it. Yes. Uh, all right, so... The final boss in the game is a is a missile itself. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. I know. It yeah. hasn't been launched yet, thankfully, so, so it's not coming it? right at you. Uh, but you have to shoot it 12 times while, you know, dealing with all of the enemies on the screen and stuff, too. But the missile doesn't fight you. Yeah, but no, the missile okay. doesn't fight back. And then, basically, like, it shows, like, I guess, like, a destroyed base. And then you running running out of it. But isn't that implying that, like, the missile blew up by you shooting it 12 times? But you were so close to it. Did you and sorry, not even shooting. You can use the knife yeah. twelve yeah. times. You could just stab it twelve times. It's a, it's a trick of perspective. It's implying that you started the explosion, and here you are, just like rescuing. You know, you're not looking back. You're doing the explosion. You're already following all the '80s movie cues, and then it says you have saved the world. Congratulations, peace has arrived at last. And it's like peace That's for it. who? Yeah, peace like, for uh, well, be, yeah, I'm peace starting making. To think we this make is, peace. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, American propaganda. The game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will offer. Um, this is totally straight thought, but a funny insight. Uh, I saw on a YouTube page one of the commenters said that when they grew up playing this game and they're Russian. They always thought that you were playing as a Russian. <laughs> they <laughs> like, didn't see Russian like... attack, and it's like, what? Oh, like, man. you didn't think like at all? It's like funny to think now that this whole time they thought they were playing as the good guys, and then they realized they've actually been killing themselves, the, themselves <laughs> as the enemy. <laughs>
that's that's my thoughts on Russian Attack. Uh, I will offer this as a solution that the Famicom version saw, but the NES version didn't ever get the treatment for. In the Famicom version, there's a few differences, okay? It allows the player to continue up to three times after a game over. Oh. So you don't have to start the whole game over again. You die, you get to your last life, and it asks you if you'd like to continue, and then you start at the beginning of that level. Okay. Cool. That, oh, wait, yeah, they just didn't, you just don't go back to a checkpoint. Yeah, okay. and if the player loses a life in the Famicom version, his character will respawn at the very spot where he died in the last part. Wow. Instead of being sent to the checkpoint sounds in the like NES version. Sounds like that's a much easier game. Definitely <laughs> sounds like an easier game, but I don't, honestly, in a game that's this boring, I don't yeah. mind those adjustments. Kind of wish that the NES version got them. Yeah. Because uh, think about it, if you're actually trying to get through this game and beat it, might as well get a couple of things to help you rather than like I, be like, yeah, I'm going to go I through guess, this whole thing but again. But like, with the amount of time that I put into this game, which was not that much, I mean, I was still making progress. If I had those extra continues... I don't know how long it would take me to beat this game and feel gypped out of money. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Did anyone play two-player? No. Did no. you? I played it alone. How sad is that? What? what? No, I played just, I just wanted to see if, um, I just wanted to see, like, if it was an alternating thing or if you, if you play together and if you share lives. Right. But I didn't have, it was like, it was like last night at 11 o'clock. But it's so co-op. I just played by myself. Uh, it's co-op, yeah. And, uh, you don't share lives. And it was actually, at the at very first, I was like, oh, this might be helpful, because I can just let that guy be, like, death fodder while I kill other people. <laughs> and then he becomes, when he responds, he's invincible for a second and usually kills one or two enemies by, like, what just by you, them running into them. Who were you playing? No, was he killing anybody? He, so that when he dies, he responds, and he's got that, like, few seconds of inv- invincibility after responding, and enemies would just run into him and die from touching him. What? That's you, a thing? Yeah. yeah. But the, the, it doesn't really help eventually because you can't move past him. So you have to wait until he dies and then like run before he responds. You have made up a new way of playing all these kinds yes. of games. I don't yeah. know. That's awesome. Um, yeah. was, I, but I was just testing it to see what kind of thing it was and I just happened upon that. I, the game, the game personally for me just wasn't, there wasn't enough content in there for me to be like, oh, well, maybe this game will be completely different. And I was like, nah, I'm kind of convinced of what it is. I mean, it's cool that they offered that mode back in the day because... To your, you know, to Joe's point, it's a good thing to test because most of the games that were two player are really just yeah, player one goes and then player two goes. Right. And if it's like your older brother, he just goes forever. And <laughs> yeah. then like, when's my turn? And then you die immediately, yeah. and then it goes back to your older brother's <laughs> and, turn. And I'm I'm usually a pretty big like advocate of like, oh, this game is probably better with two player, but I don't think this game's that much better with two. No. I mean, I haven't played it with two players, but I don't think it would be. Like, do you, is there like friendly fire? Do you know? Like, if you have like a bazooka know, no, and you fire it at your it. guy, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> so, uh, Russian Attack did get a sequel uh, for the 360 and the PS3. <laughs> it's uh, Open Russian, World Russian Attack. Russian Attack Expatriate. Expatriate. Is the name of the game. And uh, I think Konami did this with, well, a lot of companies in general just did this during like that Xbox Arcade era. Yeah. Where they were just like, hey, let's get the NES game and just do it in. Again. With, yeah, with new graphics and stuff like that, but I don't think um, it didn't. It didn't have like anything really going for it. Was it like 
3D side scrolling. No, it, well, yeah, 3D side scrolling. Exactly. They didn't like deviate from the formula so much. Um, I'm trying to find out if I can get like a plot synopsis. Yeah, I want to. I want to know why he's an expatriate. Yeah, uh, here we Turns go. Turns out they had two missiles. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> uh, it takes place 15 years after the Cold War struggle between Russia and the United States. And during a flashback, the player watches as the CIA learns that the Russians have discovered a previously unknown material called Ulysium. That could be used to create the world's most powerful nuclear missiles. Um, and then the, some, some, some stuff happens. happens. <laughs> Fifteen years later, something new happens with Wolf Spider and Operation Angel Tear and... This Rory, Rory Gibson of the Harvest Team has abandoned Russia during the extraction. Expatriate. Yeah, so he's the expatriate of the Russians now working for the CIA. All right, well, that was completely obnoxious. Yeah, and uh, I'll show you guys a little photo of what the game looks like. Oh, that's such a great photo. Yeah, it's, it pretty much sums up everything oh, wow, you need yeah. to know. He is still using, he's still using the knife, <laughs> uh, which is incredible. But it makes you wonder if the guy in um, in Russian Attack was also an expatriate. No, he was an American Cobra Commander. He's a regular, American, 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 American. regular patriot. Yeah. Proud to be an American. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the essential games list. <laughs> Why am I taking out my notes? Like I like I like I have to look at something to decide on whether this is essential mm. or not. Yeah, obviously it's essential. All right, it's time for the essential <laughs> games list. Sam's already laughing. Sam, why don't you take us through? Uh, explain what this is first, briefly. All right, so and then vote. So the essential games list is our list of games from the NES, uh, the, where we decide if these games are worth playing today. Whoa! In 2018 or whenever this comes out, yeah, 2019, yeah, 2020. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, we reserve the right, by the way, to say that the game doesn't hold up in 2018, but does in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, wait. If all of a sudden people... Oh, after the Great all, War. Yeah, if after the, the Great War there's only the CRTs left <laughs> and NESs get remanufactured <laughs> because we no longer have access to, like, you know, advanced chips. <laughs> because the they're all being used up. in the Harvest Team's <laughs> <laughs> nuclear missile program. Anyway. Yeah, so that's what the essential <laughs> game is basically all about. Uh, so, Sam, how you voting? Yeah, oh, how am I voting? Just for the record, you need two votes to be essential. We, we didn't yeah. get an example of, like, you could be playing this, do you want to be playing that? You know, oh yeah, yeah. I missed that. Uh, uh, okay, let me let me try and do a, a yeah, little thing. Yeah, give me like you know. Uh, all right, you could be playing Call of Duty. Uh, Black Ops three, Black, Black Ops um, uh, four, five, okay. whatever. Uh, Black Ops Minecraft, uh, free or for all, even Metal yeah. Gear Solid three, Snake Eater, microtransaction, the game, microtransactions. Yeah, you could play um, uh, the Tony Hawk Underground two X on PSP, or or you could be playing. You could be playing Mock Rider, which is a much better oh. game. Oh. <laughs> or you could be playing Russian Attack. Russian Attack. So how you voting, uh, Sam? Oh man, you know this game. It just it just feels like Trojan. It feels like other games that were that had more in them, and it's just not. It's not that fun to play. So that 
being said, it's like, <laughs> like it looks it looks cool and it's like cool that they have different weapons, but I feel like it's just like that's not really implemented well. I feel like the weapons are an afterthought. I feel like, um, yeah, it's just like there are other games that are like this game, and this is not the best one of those, and even those are not essential. So this is not essential. All right, yeah. get it out of here, <laughs> Joe. Russian Attack is not on my essential games list. Great. Wow, that was, <laughs> that was lovely. I think Sean did something similar in a previous oh, should episode. Should I add for... more? I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want to step on Sean's toes. No, no, no. You I can... think yeah, you that Russian there. Attack is not on my essential games list because it is particularly just not a very fun game. Yeah, it's it's not fun. I'm, I'm amazed that it got a xbox 360 sequel uh, sequel which added all of these weird contrivances yeah it's not on the essential games list guys here's the troubling thing last time we dealt with konami a uh, konami whatever yeah, you want to call stop them i'm saying konami <laughs> konami it was december of 1986, and it was Gradius, which wound up being our game of the year. Okay, yeah. Now we're playing this. I what make that connection? Softball yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. That's you wild. don't even think of them. They almost like this is the thing that's troubling about like these third party game companies. Because even when we were talking about we like Rare, but then yeah. we saw like what was coming up, and we were like, oh, but those games aren't good. Like <laughs> you know, it's just weird how things go back then. And I would have felt really gypped to have loved Gradius and then get this game. No, I'm not no butts, no butts. Okay, look, that's it. I would have felt gypped because the reason why is this game isn't complete to me. Uh, doing the same thing at the end of every uh, at the end of every level in terms of like just a, jump, a bunch yeah. of enemies and stuff like that, and then jump over a fence. Yeah, and also like you know just the way that like you control your character and even like. Little things like going up ladders was difficult sometimes. Like, you know, <laughs> waiting on screen for people to just get close to you is where you could stab them in the chest. It's I'll like, see. aren't they smarter than that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you yeah, get they one don't attack, do they? They, they don't the really, guys. They just walk into you. You yeah. get one hit. They can only hit you one time. That's so annoying. <laughs> Like even things, Kung Fu, they can hit you more than once. Yeah, you know? in Kung Fu, you can get hugged to death. Yeah, that's intense. That's cool. <laughs> not in this game, and therefore not essential. And that's all the time we have, right? I any, think that's it. Any other thoughts? Um, no. Good. That's all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time for Track and Field. And be sure to play it yourself if, if you have you, a power pad. Yeah, if you can do that. You're going to need a power pad for that one. I mean, listen, you're not going to need it. You can just hit the A and the B buttons with your fingers, but if that's not you using want, your feet. I don't to you borrow ours. Maybe reach out. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe reach out. You know, I'm not gonna give it to you, but it would be nice to know that you might be interested in using it. Um, I love it when people reach out to us at contact at nostalgiacast.com. That's how you email us and uh, we'll get back to you right away. We've we've responded to almost everybody who's contacted almost. us. Almost we except missed. for yep. Steven. Steven, sorry about that, but the the question just it really didn't make any sense. I couldn't even I couldn't decipher what he was saying. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, I'll definitely show you the cat that I once had. Right. So I was like, all right, that's cool. But we do respond to most people. Uh, and it's called contact at nostalgicast.com is the email because nostalgicast.com is our website. 
on the website. We do have a website. Yeah, on the website, it's crazy stuff. There's yeah. just like there's articles, there's um, episodes, there's art show. Yeah, there's art. There's yeah. show notes. We have a speaking of art, we have a logo. Yeah, we have a logo, <laughs> and we also have a Twitter account where we post art all the time. Yeah, all the yeah, and not fan art that we then steal and post under our own name and not things where we crop out watermarks. We're yeah. legit. And we post <laughs> the actual content and we explain it and we uh, only hashtag it with the same hashtags over and over and over again. So it's not like it's hashtag to hell with hashtag 40 hashtags. Insta love hashtag blessed. Speaking of blessed, I just search the blessed hashtag <laughs> just to see what comes up. You know, that's Spe- why I, that's why it's important to add it at the end of your posts. <laughs> Speaking of blessed, um, I feel blessed when people subscribe to Nostalgicast uh, or just Nostalgia. I, I do. Call it. You know what? I I do uh, look at Mike sometimes, and he just he just seems enraptured by. By joy, and I ask him, Mike, why are you so happy right now? He's like, <laughs> somebody just subscribed. Yeah, and, and it so makes happy. me feel good. And we love subscribers. Um, we love you guys for listening. Even if this is your first time listening, we still love you. Yeah, come back or don't. Um, that's weird, right? See yeah. how it's crazy? I can say <laughs> stuff like that because we are not living paycheck to paycheck by this podcast. <laughs> we don't depend on it. So we're just doing this for fun, and we hope you come back for fun. Who knows? All Is you gamer boys and gamer haunted? girls, come on. <laughs> like, Let's check out the haunts. Check out those haunts. It's almost Halloween, or it's probably Halloween. Who knows? <laughs> it's probably past Christmas. Christmas. Yes. We've been we in should, this record. We should figure out for so long. the exact date that these are coming out. Yeah, probably, probably pretty soon we yeah. should do that. But yeah. not for this right. one. Next time on this. Yeah, we'll figure out the dates these are coming out. Great. Uh, I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon.